I'm Tyler. A rotten dog lives here, dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery. Take the shoes. Leave the bullies, Hanson. Um, um, listen, I, I know that you guys are starting off with goofs right off the bat, but I just want to introduce myself. Um, my name is uh, Dr. Kelly Clarkson. Um, I'm from... <laughs> I'm from Disney's research and development department. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for bringing me onto the show. Um, my, your, my my colleague that was on your show a few few months ago, uh, their name is Josie. Oh, the Sonic Rep. Yeah, yeah. Their name is Josie Serrano. Um, they were really uh, they're really generous to extend the in- invitation over. Um, I'm really excited to talk about uh, research and development with you guys, and also to help like you know your internal um, structure within your companies and how to you know uh, to get synergy moving and you know talk you know you know consumerism and, and product development so thank you so much for having me on this is so interesting because we we invited josie but i guess she just sent the email over to you because she thought we i guess really needed this yeah maybe there is some sort of confusion there but i got the email for the invitation so um i'm here uh, today well, well welcome now that you're here uh dr kelly clarkson thank you very much for joining us uh, i guess josie must have seen our email slash Twitter Twitter uh, direct message, and just sent it directly to. Are we? Are you with Disney? I just assumed you're with Disney because they said they're with Pocus. Disney. Yeah, yeah. I was I was told that this was kind of like a little bit of a, um, you know, like a little bit of a like what 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 do those kids call them? Those those Tim talks. Um, you know, Teddy talk. Yeah, yeah, Teddy talk. I was I thought I was going on to you know help your company kind of you know. You know, as 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 working in Disney research and development for the last forty years, I have been um, part of the you know the campaign to structure the the company and 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 give the company a little bit of um, of what's the word pizzazz. Pizzazz. Um, I want to kind of lead the company in a direction of profit um, mm. and kind of you know magical profit. A, a little bit, you know. I listen. I don't. I don't want any goofs on this on this episode. Is that okay? No, I'm. Never. I'm here on strictly business. Um, Mickey money is very serious business. Yeah, that's that's what we call it here at um at the Walt Disney headquarters. Um, <laughs> I'm Mickey money. You know, I'm here to talk about. You know, I, I heard that today we are going to be discussing um one of our products, and we call them products. Um, <laughs> oh uh, no, I think I kind of know where this <laughs> is going. The product. Yeah, uh, we're we're here to discuss uh, our product, Hocus Pocus. Right, that's what we're talking about today. Um, yeah, y- yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna like help us uh, just talk about the movie, and then maybe talk about our build up to Hocus Pocus two, which just came Hocus out. Hocus Pocus just why, sounds so like confusing, though. Do you have like more like a generic but, thing for it, like X number like two, three, four, file six, or something like that? Uh, we do, but it can't really be understood by the human ear. So, mm. <laughs> um, right. I'll, I'm okay with discussing it as Hocus Pocus today. Mm. Yes, only by a cartoon mouse's ear, of course. Um, Yes, I thought we were going to talk about the movie, but the more you talk, it sounds like you are serving us papers or something because <laughs> we're talking about a Disney product. No, um, I'm really more here because, you know, I know that, you know, at, at Franchise Incorporated, you kind of want to mm-hmm. hear some of the tactics that we used here at, at Walt Disney Pictures to, yeah, I... you know, create a great product that can, you know, make money for years to come. And also mm-hmm. the kind of like the long term development plan of something, you know, as as you guys have just mentioned, you know, there's a sequel to our product, uh, Hocus Pocus 2, uh, that mm-hmm. just came out. And, you know. We kind of want to talk about, you know, how we started, how we got there, you know, all the things in between, you know, everything that really led to the 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 the, the maturation of this product. Sure, uh, we will sure. definitely get there. <laughs> we'll talk about it, but first we have to do our usual segment of what's new. <laughs> 
And uh, Dr. Kelly Clarkson will get right to you in just a moment. But Connery, what's new with you? <laughs> I'm just so glad Kelly Clarkson is here. The last thing I saw her in was like a Wayfair commercial or something. Is that right? Are you the same Kelly Clarkson or is that a different person? Okay, listen here. My name is Dr. Kelly Clarkson. There is no relation <laughs> to who, to, to that. I know that there are some other public figures that are named. Yes, that, one significant one, I believe. Yes, and I would like to set the record straight that that is, there is no relation between us. And mm-hmm. I do not, listen, I, you can, you can cut this out later, okay? I, yeah, yeah. I came on this podcast thinking this was going to be strictly business. And I just want to warn you right now that if you mention that other and somebody else under that name, I, I don't know how I'm going to react is all I'm going to say. We can start the we'll podcast again from right now. Okay, clap. All right, podcast okay. back on. Um, yeah, so great. So Kelly, Dr. Kelly Clarkson, Tyler, the last thing I've been uh, engaging with has been, uh, the last time I talked, I was playing the Pillars of Eternity games, and I just uh, finished the second one. That was okay. Um, now I'm on to the Pathfinder CRPGs. I played Kingmaker for a little bit, and it was pretty janky. And then I left it to play Wrath of the Righteous, and I'm enjoying that a whole lot more. So that's been new with me. More, uh, more... Dungeons and Dragons style CRPGs. Cool. <laughs> Tyler, what have you been playing? Yeah, Tyler, what have you been doing? <laughs> just, are you okay, Connery? What, what? What are you talking about? I'm fine. I, uh, my, uh, sorry. Yes. Um, what's new with me? Yeah, what's new with you? Uh, you guys heard of a little game called Trombone Hero? Yes. Did you actually get that? Uh, no. But I've just been watching videos of Trombone Hero while at work (laughs) and being like, haha, this is like the funniest video game of all time. It's like Guitar Hero, but with trombones. Yeah, and it sounds sounds terrible. (laughs) It's really funny, and all the trombones make weird sounds. And then uh, the other day, I heard an article on NPR about it when I switched to NPR for a minute. And Mm. I said, oh, hey, I guess we can't really talk about Trombone Hero anymore because, uh, I don't know, everybody knows about it. So it's not cool. Oh, so it's it's not fun to talk about anymore. Why, uh, Doctor Kelly Clarkson? Have you heard of Trombone Hero? Yeah, I um, I've heard of Trombone Heroes in my time, but but nothing like mm. this. Are you just thinking of Sonic and Friends playing trombones, or? <laughs> I I don't know much about that franchise. I only know about the franchises that I've had a part in, such as Hocus Pocus. Um, mm. However. I do think that um, it's great that the the youth is hopping on this this trombone craze. I love it. I wish I had an actual working PC so I could use it. I always thought you could just have like a rubber trombone, basically, that you could play with, but it's just not. <laughs> rubber one? <laughs> yeah, like the whole guitar, basically. Like a rubber <laughs> USB trombone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's an electric it. trombone. Yeah. Well, I like that. Uh, but other than that... Uh, just being elated by Trombone Hero for a day, and then <laughs> it just all, uh, I don't know, coming to an end. But hey, everybody, just watch <laughs> Trombone Hero videos if you, if you want to have a good time. Yeah, they're like fun. A good two minutes. Uh, other than that, I haven't really watched anything or play or finished anything that I've been playing, so I'll just recommend Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire on Disney+. Oh, uh, is that cute? Yeah, I watched it last year. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it recently, but it's one of the better uh, decoms. Did you sure. did you learn any like you know significant life lessons from it? Um, how to unwind and watch a movie without actually paying attention to it. 
That's a good lesson. Excellent. I'm writing that down for our research and development. Great. Thank That's you. Good. Thank you. What Dr. about you, Kelly C.K.? Clarkson. Yes, what's new with you? Well, you know, I don't really do a whole lot of entertainment these days. You know, a lot of the time I'm, you know, at work, you know, just, just knee deep in, you know, my, my, my Disney products. Um, but, you know, it's like your work, your work life is your life, right? Yeah, a little something like that. You know, you have to kind of, you know, sell a little bit of yourself into the product, you know, um, mm -hmm. and that's kind of what makes it, you know, like a human thing is that, you know, a little bit of me and then a little more of like research and development. Right. So, yeah. yes, um, like I've been playing Skyrim a little bit again for the 20th time. And like, you know, you, you put little uh, you put people's souls in soul gems. That's kind of what right. you're doing, or uh, I guess Horcrux. If you're going to talk about, uh, I don't know, a now cursed franchise. Yeah, I was. I, I am curious about that because Tyler's got a good point. Are you speaking literally where you are inserting parts of yourself into product hocus pocus? Yeah, yeah. What were, what were you guys <laughs> referring to? Uh, metaphorically. Oh, I don't know what that word means. <laughs> it's like a simile. Um. Yeah, I've I frown sometimes too. Um. <laughs> yeah, I I did want to say that, you know, um lately if there's anything that I've been looking at, there's there's a couple things. I've um I've been mm -hmm. reading I just bought a new Logitech mouse. Um there's this really Ooh. large instruction manual with it. Um yeah. and I've been I've been learning a lot about the inner mechanisms of that because, you know, when you think about it, you know, as a researcher and developer myself, you know, a lot of us kind of have those same mechanisms as a mouse, you know, we move around. Yeah. Um and somebody is always controlling us, right? And you work for a mouse that's always controlling you. I don't know what you're speaking of. <laughs> um, however, moving on, I also, you know, sometimes you have to look at things that challenge you. Um, I've also been reading The Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx. You are very multifaceted, Dr. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> well, listen, it's all I, I don't I don't agree with with a single part of it as a as a capitalist myself. But, you know, mm. it's it's good. It's like a it's a it's it's. It's a danger to society, uh, everything they speak about in there. So I kind of use it as like my guiding force. Um, yeah, you use it to like refute people who talk about it. Yeah, it's kind of like a warning, you know. So I kind of just, <laughs> you know, it's good to it's good to kind of you know research and develop that. Um, I'm also mm -hmm. been playing uh, Super Monkey Ball Two for the Nintendo GameCube. Oh, nice. What's the difference truly between Super Monkey Ball 2 for the GameCube and Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto? Um, <laughs> they are one. Well, the, probably the biggest one is that in Super Monkey Ball 2, there is a monkey and a ball. <laughs> and the other ones are written by an old, old man philosopher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who is the main character of Super Monkey Ball 2? Karl Marx. <laughs> um, no, it's actually I.I. the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... I'm 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 gonna emphasize again. I really thought that this was business, and I didn't think we were gonna be joking on this on this. This, this is serious. Right. I'm I'm, sorry. I'm just I'm really nervous, and I laugh not, when I'm nervous. I'm really bad at not laughing on on the on this podcast. It started when I began the podcast and would laugh nervously at myself because I was uh, uncomfortable with hearing my own voice, mm -hmm. and uh, then it became like, hey, I can laugh at things on the podcast, and now I'm realizing that I can't laugh at things on the podcast, especially well, not when, we're on a not a business luncheon with uh, Dr. Kelly Clarkson. Especially when Disney is involved. Speaking of which, uh, Dr. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, do you have any involvement in the uh, live-action CG remake of uh, Pinocchio? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> How much of your soul did you put in that? Well, that was actually... You know, I'm, you know I was more focused on you know, the Hocus Pocus division, um, but mm. um, one of my colleagues, Dr. Tom Morello, um, 
he was kind of like leading that, like spearheading that effort. Um, and that yeah. was a that was a multi year process. You know, we we came out with the product of Pinocchio back in I think the forties or so. Um, right. And and it's kind of been a really long term project that only really just reached, um, you know, kind of like its adolescence with this live action one. Um, and yeah. a lot of our investment at a, at a time there's like seemed like four or five Pinocchio movies coming out. Yeah. You know, I um, we're we're kind of currently battling that because, you know, somebody uh, reported back to us that Pinocchio is uh, is in the public domain. Um, and mm. we disagree with that objective evidence. So we're kind of fighting that. I like that. that you guys at Disney can do that. You can just disagree. <laughs> well, you know, there has to, you know, we've researched and developed a lot of things at Disney. And Connor, I think one of... Stop laughing, Connor. Yeah. You know, one of the... You're right. I am. One of the, one of, one of the, one of the things we've researched a lot is kind of how to take over markets. Um, mm. And kind of just, you know, like, you know make sure that we're the 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 the, the big mouse you know if i'm, if I'm gonna interject a little humor myself into it it's, so i don't get it it's very funny thank you so much i've researched and developed my comedy um so yeah you, in improv classes you said you and dr tom morello who i'm just assuming is not the guitarist from rage against the machine it's just a doctor who has happens to have the same name um we have you heard that so much been... and i just really want to emphasize I don't want any comparisons made because this is a problem we have had for a long time and we are currently in court fighting these other figures that are kind of profiting over our similar names. And yeah, I, I just I, really I, want to emphasize that that is it, extremely offensive to me. It must be really hard because they're just so much more famous than both of you. Like, it, has it been hard or do you find yourselves like winning the winning like every step of these cases? Well, I think that you saying that they're more famous than me is, you know, I, I think that is objectively disagreeable. Um, and Dr. Kelly Clarkson, come on, is it? Is it what? Is it really that that insane to say Kelly Clarkson, the other one, is a little bit more famous than you are? Do I think that she gets some more opportunities than me? Yes, but however, yes. I have been pulling these strings at Disney for over 40 years now. Um, I've researched and developed so many things that have become the fabric to our society. And Mm -hmm. I just think that, you know, what else has Kelly Clarkson done? She was on, what, Dancing with the Stars or whatever? Yeah, American Idol, something like that. And do you want want to know who owns that IP? You. Walt Disney. (laughs) So... Who's that? I'm sorry? Who's Walt Disney? Um, listen, when you passed on that proposal to be on this podcast, to, I didn't pass to... it on to you. <laughs> Josie did. She's the one who sent this <laughs> who email are to you? you. When you passed this proposal on to me specifically at my personal Yahoo account. <laughs> oh, thank God it's not Earthlink. I thought it was going to be a hotmail for sure. I was told that I was here as a courtesy to you and your employees. And I feel I'm... like I've. I've heard nothing but other employees. What what did Josie tell you? Like, as far as I know, me and Tyler are the only employees of Franchise INC. Well, why else would you want me here? I'm part of Disney Research and Development. I'm currently emailing Kelly Clarkson at sbcglobal.net. <laughs> a giant like emoji, like line emoji of a middle finger. That's 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 not Whoa. my personal email. That's actually my sister's. Oh, sorry, I, I forgot to put Doctor <laughs> Kelly. You Clarkson. guys are both named Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yes, we're twins. That must be so much fun. I have always wanted to have someone with the same name as me and look just like me, and then also have a famous person that has the same name as me. 
and get off with murder? I don't understand what you what you're referring to by fun. Well, did, didn't you have fun? Like there was never any like mix-ups or like shenanigans. No. No, it was just, it was always it was always uh, business with you. It okay. It is always right. business. Yes. Okay. Since it's always business, I think we should get to business. And by saying, um, here's my tra- here's my successful transition here. You're at, yes. uh, you, Dr. Kelly Clarkson and Dr. Tom Morello. You said, who not to be confused with the Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine. Although, however, Dr. Tom Morello was the bassist for a couple days in the band Audio Slave with the guitarist Tom Morello as well. Uh, both of you created Pinocchio in the 40s, which uh, that was like 80 years ago. I, Are you I, some sort of uh, witch I, I think she, or I, Halloween creature? I really wish that as hosts of this that you were listening to your guest. Sorry if that's a little rude. Because I said I've been with the with the corporation for forty years, whereas Tom Morello has been with the corporation for a little longer than that. I yeah, so. didn't. I did not have. A, I did not handle the Pinocchio franchise. I am part of the Hocus Pocus division. I have also mm-hmm. worked on other uh, divisions as well, such as uh, the Epic Mickey division. Um, oh, I love Epic Mickey. Yep, that was a plan. And okay. also, and also the um, the uh, the the Casey Junior Railroad division. Oh, that one went off the rails a bit, huh? Did you have any in, uh, uh, input on the Toontown MMORPG from the early to mid-2000s, by chance? Um, no, I did not with that, but I will say that that division um, was very, very successful until uh, there was a lot of, you know, back back then, I think you may have heard of, um, there was a corporation, I believe it was called DeviantArt, and mm. that single-handedly took that project down. We were still researching those, um, those, those uh, quote-unquote fan artworks to this day. Um, but that really ruined our, our our branding with that, so we had to pull out. I, I could imagine, yeah. It's, they they really just go crazy over at DeviantArt. I imagine that's this. Uh, you could find a hyperlink from those photos to some Sonic Feet photos, just connecting it to. Uh, my feeble attempt to connect it to what guest was supposed to be on today, who was on our Sonic the Hedgehog 2 episode. Yeah. And they just thought that apparently we needed some more like a business acumen. I think we do, though. Some business agumon. Well, yes. I'm, all I'm saying is that somebody at your at your company was in charge of sending the email out and it reached my inbox. So, Damn it, Tyler. <laughs> Why'd you type in Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> Why did I type in Dr. Kelly Clarkson? Yeah. I have no excuse. I was too obsessed with these trombone hero videos. <laughs> so, They're quite intoxicating, I understand. That I unlocked the football and hit the button. <laughs> that America well, you know thinks is the nuclear codes, but it's just uh, Dr. Kelly Clarkson's email address. Which, Speaking of which, I do have access to those, but we'll we'll talk about that for another internal meeting. Okay. Oh yeah. Here's absolutely. my uh, second to third feeble attempt at a transition. Uh, <laughs> what's the, what's a uh, Binks? Binks the cat. Okay, right? Binks the cat in this movie, yes. Hocus Pocus. You know about this, Doctor Kelly Clarkson. Um, it's voiced by Jason Marsden. You know who else Jason Marsden voiced? Who? That's right. Not just Rosh Peenan in Jedi Knight Two Jedi Academy. He also voiced Max Goof in a Goofy movie. Oh, and that leads me to my question when I Googled that and fell into the repetitive wor- wormhole of what happened to Goofy's wife. 
all of that good oh, stuff. She she's dead. And um, because it said on Google, Max Goof's mom's name is Mrs. Donner. I clicked on that. It goes to Mrs. Geef, and then sometimes known as Mrs. Goof. Oh. Do you know anything what? about uh, the whereabouts of Goofy's wife, Dr. Kelly Clarkson? Well, that's part of a little bit of our long-term strategy, right? Um, you know, leave finding leave, his wife. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you know, the the character of Goofy, right? You know, silly guy. He's got a funny voice. He has a yuck mm-hmm. in in his step. Um, you know, it, it brings about more questions and answers, right? Like, why is Goofy this anthropomorphic? Uh, figure when Pluto God. isn't right. Uh, what happened yeah. to Goofy's wife? Right? Does Goofy su- Goofy suffer from long term depression? All of these things are <laughs> things that you 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 see when you when you see the character of Goofy, but you know these questions have yet to be answered, and that's kind of what you know research and development is 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 focusing on is making these questions over decades, giving these questions over decades, so that when you know there's a slump in sales, we can finally answer them with a full length Disney Plus original movie. Yeah, you're you're developing what his depression could be. Right, right. <laughs> it's like it's like the Hey Arnold movie where he looks for his parents. Yeah. There's, there's a Disney Plus movie called Mrs. Geef. Yeah. And it's him looking for Goofy's wife. Over- God, how upsetting! It's like the Tigger movie when all Tigger finds his family tree and it's just barren. They say they say Goofy's wife has been fridged for well, far too long just to give Goofy trauma. Finally, <laughs> she has her own movie. There's not even Agency. a Goofy in it. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. Again, I know that this 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 recording is only going to be used for internal purposes, so I don't have problems. You know, um, well, we're we're Doctor Kelly Clarkson. We are going to put this out, otherwise, we're not going to have an episode for the week. So we do have to put this out. I'm sorry. What? What? Can you define what you mean by by putting this out? By like, we're going to blast it over the airwaves. Well, see, when I signed the contract that Tyler sent over, <laughs> I was told this is only for internal purposes. Internal to us means recorded and then posted on the podcast. Well, yeah, I'm we're very which open. Uh, we have a hyperlink to Radio Disney, so it's gonna go live to air. At That's right. Well, I'm mis- so it's internal for you. I'm just gonna say that none of that is probably like it can't happen because my lawyers are gonna be on that. So I'm just gonna assume that this isn't gonna go out to anybody except for your employees. But because of that, I don't have problems saying you know you know kind of sharing some of my wisdom as a research and developer at Disney. And kind of yeah. saying that, like, that's kind of why, you know, going back around to it, that's kind of why we had uh, James Marsden as the voice of Max, because, you know, it's kind Wait, of a shared universe. James Marsden? Yeah, James Marsden, right? That's what you said. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's... from Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Wow. What are you, talk- like what are you talking about? Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't watch anything other than Disney products. Um that being said, Disney, is it a good idea investment-wise for for Disney to buy Sonic the Hedgehog? Um, well, we've talked about it a few times, um, but I'm part of research and development, not acquisitions and um, and colonializing the media la- landscape. So that's a whole another division. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that one's that one is actually headed by Dr. John Lennon. You might be able to, I can give you the email for him if you'd like. An- another one. All these famous. Uh, you know what? Never mind. No, no. Thank you. Give us Dr. John Lennon's phone number. All these doctors. You, you're, you know so many educated people. That's what I was going to say. I'm surprised that guy's still alive. Yeah, imagine. He might be on the podcast someday. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, maybe with Gal Gadot <laughs> co-hosting. Yeah, that's... how do, Doctor! You, I didn't know you knew Gal. She's actually um, one of the leaders of our uh, food and services department. Uh, she's, <laughs> is she a Gal pal of yours? Uh, no. 
No. I don't have pals. Um, you have acquaintances. I have colleagues. Right. That's the word. Uh, so you're behind research. What, what was the reaction here to uh, Ugly Sonic? Surely you know about Ugly Sonic, at least. <laughs> right. That was a really great... Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Right. That was a really great um, moment of synergy. You know, this is all... You know, you've, you've kind of seen our plans uh, mature, I'm sure. Uh, you know, we're talking about sh- multiverses. We're talking about shared universes. We're talking about cinematic yes. universes. We're talking about solar uh, and, and galaxial universes. Um, yeah. And here at Disney, one of the biggest things that we have seen great reception to... Uh, is 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 you know sharing franchises amongst these universes and making everything you know quote unquote canon yours yeah so you know when we talk about like you know the hocus pocus division we've already always kind of assumed that you know we share voices between you know um you know james blunt as the voice of the cat in hocus pocus um yeah you know as he's also the voice of 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 goofy son max um, mm-hmm. there is a James shared Blunt. connection there. It's all intentional. <laughs> James Blunt. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I'm stretching my mind to even remember who James Blunt is for some reason. <laughs> the voice of Max and the voice of, of the course, cat. James Blunt is the voice of uh, Max Goof. Yeah, you're correct. And yeah. Rosh Peenan in Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Academy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you're... you could curse on this. Oh, we, trust me. It's, it's not a curse if uh, George Lucas approves it. <laughs> oh. You know, uh, the the music that they it. play in the cantina? You know what that's called? Um, I have the research and development name for it, but not the one that can be processed by auditory um, human ears. Um, yeah. How does that sound? Did you hear that it? Sounds it's a lot better. It, it than, sounds like swallowing. Yeah, that exactly. sounds a lot more pleasant to the ear than what it's actually called, which is called yeah. jizz. And that's real. They play jizz from their slither horns in the cantina. That's really inappropriate, and I don't want to hear it? any more inappropriate language amongst business professionals. Blame Walt mm-hmm. Disney. He bought it from George Lucas. Yeah. I'll talk to him on Monday. Yeah. It's we'll nice to know out. that Walt's still like walking around. Does he have like a spider drone now that he uses? <laughs> no, I. You know, there's. Oh, that, this is a great time to address this because there's lots of rumors That's like, oh, Walt Disney's sorry, head. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, I sorry, Doctor Kelly Clarkson. I really did not mean to interrupt you. I'm no, sorry. no. I just, uh, I just have to say this real quick. I need to correct Connery. What? That's John Peters who has the giant spider suit. Ah. Oh. Of course, played Sorry. of course by Bradley Cooper. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm glad that you have that those facts correct because it seems like you mm-hmm. you all don't have your facts correct for a lot of other things. Um, right. That being yeah. said, that being said, uh, you know, there's a lot of rumors about about Walt Disney just being ahead somewhere, or you know, yeah. they you know they kept him alive, or they have his DNA or whatever. And I just want to say that that is all absolutely bogus and. Our shareholders have been trying to kill that rumor for years. Um, but over at Disney Research and Development, we are still headed by one Walt Disney. And mm. he he still walks to this day. And you, you say walks, but I know he's not just a head. Is he perhaps just one singular other limb or part of the body? Well, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, d- how, how do you walk? I walk with my legs, so is he just like the bottom half of Walt Are you Disney? Asking if he's like that, or if he's if he's more like 
uh, Darth Maul at the end of Phantom Menace where he's bisected, or if he's more like Sebulba where he walks on his arms. Is that what you're saying, Connor? <laughs> Either. Or I also imagine him just being a sentient hand, like like yeah. cousin, like cousin, like cousin it, who's um the hand in the Adams family, like crawls around. Grimace, I'm pretty sure their name is. <laughs> yeah, Grimace. <laughs> is Walt Disney a Grimace now? Hey, you know who else's name is Binks? The cat in this movie, Hocus Pocus. Oh my God, we're finally there. <laughs> you know all about Jar Jar Binks, right? How about the cat Binks from Hocus Pocus, Doctor Kelly Clarkson? Um, well. The cat Binks. There's a there's a lot to process there, and so I would just like to say um, that that Binks is is there for a reason, and <laughs> he has a very important reason to be there for the plot. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that when we are making content over at Disney Research and Development, we are not thinking about you know what a lot of other you know quote unquote artists might be doing. We're making products here, right? We're not making uh, yes. we're not making artistic representations of things and Binks serves a purpose right when you see a talking cat with brilliant 1993 CGI you think <laughs> you think wow that could be my furry little critter um yeah you know sometimes if you know you see uh, like a, a talking dog somewhere you say oh look my my heckin pupper doggo could could talk like that one day that's what I've heard is popular on the internet right now yeah, so you're saying all like the buzzwords yeah, for like, like trombone doggos. hero or whatever trombone king. Why I, I just completely forgot what it's called. Trombone hero, you're right. Yeah, something of that nature, and um, trombone champ. I linked the whole thing wrong. We have to delete the episode and start over. I'm sorry, trombone champ. All right, let's start over. Uh, okay. okay, I forgot how to edit. Okay, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Binks the cat. Dennering. I'm Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo Hansen. I'm Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. <laughs> A game that Connery didn't know existed until I brought it up last year on the podcast. Yep. It's a like Crash Bandicoot but cooler. All right, enough <laughs> enough joking around, Dr. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, you're we need so more funny. Research data here. Yes, oh. yeah, that's why we like you, Doc. You're like. You're funny, but you're not trying to be funny, and that's what real comedy. Well, is. I forgot yeah. where I was for a second. I was on a, I was in an internal meeting last week where we were role playing, and that's sorry, my my apologies, oh, everybody. I'm trying to be as professional the, as possible. You have the Bluetooth chip from. Uh, is that Elon Musk part of Disney yet? Um, no, but we've had many problems um, with Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> Did he call anybody at your company a pedo <laughs> while trying to save children from a cave? Um, actually, that was our company. Yes. Oh, Disney Disney was the ones who did that. Yeah, we kind of, we, we I mean, I'm, since this isn't getting out, we put the children there. <laughs> it was a publicity stunt. Thank God all the children made it out. Otherwise, this uh, whole conversation would be uh, in a bit of, little bit of poor taste. I'd well, argue we wouldn't have brought it up at all if they didn't. <laughs> well, our news, I'll just, you know, our news media, is it, it is owned by Disney. And I'll just say that, you know, maybe that's not true. Is Is that why, oh. Is that why all the newscasters now like wear the mouse ears? Exactly, yes. I mean, and why literally a cartoon version of Donald Duck does the weather? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, all of those you know classic characters: Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy. They're they all serve a purpose, and they're all maturing over a long term period to um, to adjust to not only nostalgic needs but also to monetary needs as well. And what we're seeing right now is just the beginning of our process for those characters. 
Um, the first hundred years is, is definitely kind of like the more friendly face of them. Um, but I think you'll see over the next 100, we have a lot of more sinister plans. Oh, I, I like you're so comfortable announcing that. You, you, and, you and R&D are just like ready to be like, we have some darker stuff planned. Maybe not for you, but for your children. I mean, you know, this is a, this is a business, right? And we have to run it. Yeah. We have to run it for the needs of the business. Yes, the earth is a business. Yeah, and and so yeah. I guess, you know, this opens up discussion, you know, like, again, like, I'm, gl- I'm really happy to be talking to your employees and kind of, you know, be, being seen as a guest and all of this. So um, yeah. as, as far as, as Hocus Pocus goes, you know, again, in case you've forgotten, I've, you know, been part of the Hocus Pocus division for the last 40 years. Um, is there any questions you would like to know about, you know, what we structured within this film? Um, as you as you would say, that could maybe was help it, with like your own, you know, synergistic needs. Was it important that the cat be shown completely run over and then be knitted back together? I found that scene very disturbing. Yeah, there's there's I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Um, this mm-hmm. was actually a very intentional move. You know, as you know, as as children in the world today see, there is a lot of death around us. There is a lot of morbid curiosity. And yeah, so, by mm-hmm. at places like Disneyland, but that's never reported. No, no, that's not reported at all. We don't. No we one's don't ever died that. on in on Disneyland. They're taken off property and then they die. Well, nobody wants. You know, nobody feels comfortable for some reason with the fact that we have to employ dead humans in the haunted mansion, right? Um, right. But, you know, that's that's in the that's, Hall of Presidents. That's legislation, <laughs> nor here nor there, but. Uh, you know, we have to show dead animals for for a specific reason, right? Because in this world, dead animals are a commodity. And if yeah, we don't, I mean, if we don't normalize that, then how are we going to be able to continue the the selling of these animals? Um, it's it's all a psychological game, right? You show this like cute animal that gets back up again. You don't see any of the the the, the guts splurred out after the <laughs> the bus runs uh, uh, blinks the cat over. Yeah, uh, and like it's 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 all a very intentional move. So I think with your own business, if you're able to start normalizing early, like the the the, the younger audiences, yeah, yeah, the younger audiences that listen to 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 whatever product you guys put out. Um, I, well, I there's like understand. there's like a dead there's like a literal dead squirrel on like the the front porch of like my apartment complex. Not not my place, but like the complex area. I could just like take a camera and film that for a little bit, and we could put that on the franchise site or something. Tyler, does that sound good? Uh, I'd rather you just film your avatar poster that you found in your in your bush outside. Oh of yeah, your that apartment. was that was something that happened to me. <laughs> oh, Avatar! You got you. You guys are a fan of the the yeah. the franchise. Well, sometimes. I mean, I, I just randomly saw that someone decided to place on my hedge a poster of Avatar One. And are you saying I, you're sometimes no a fan of the one Avatar movie out right now? So, yeah, so sometimes far, you're like, oh yeah, like while you're watching it, you're like, I'm a fan of this, and then other times you're watching it, you don't really say anything. I would argue that's what everyone's opinion is of Avatar. They are sometimes fans of Avatar. I, you know, that's that's really great to hear because that's actually the last division that we have created within Disney Research and Development. It's probably oh going the Met division, one. yeah, the Avatar division. Oh, I, I thought you make a whole like, indifference division to your company of like you're making shows people are just like, eh, that's around. No, there is, you know. Th- I, I, I neglect even within this internal document to talk about what we are doing within that division, but the mm. Avatar division, there's great plans for it. And it's, you know, we all hear about, you know, climate change. We hear about, you know, impending war, all of this. And 
the avatar division is kind of setting us up and our and our, our customers and our products up to be well prepared for the near apocalypse. That's good. The avatar action figures are preparing people for that. I'll just I'll just say right now that you know nobody expected Avatar to come back and with 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 six seven sequels, and when those sequels are out, it's going to change how consumers view society, how they view each other, and how they view the the meaning of life. Is there going to be a multiverse? Do you think in the one of the next few Avatars? Like, are we going multiversal? Absolutely, and I'll just you know you guys. You guys are, you know, speaking with comedy here, so I'll give you a little bit of my own once more, just once, yeah. just once. Um, you know, there's maybe many characters that might start existing in the Avatar uh, universe, and uh, maybe, maybe you you don't want to miss it. Oh my God! You got Homer Simpson. Don't say that too loud. I don't, you know, I don't want to confirm, neither confirm or deny. But just keep keep your eyes out for the Avatar for uh, the yeah. the the season of stories. Speaking oh of the Simpsons, <laughs> I can't wait for the Hocus Pocus two wrestling game that's coming out for PS4. Oh my God! I'm Correct, so just for PS4 that. though. Yeah, <laughs> it's an exclusive. It's seventy dollars. They're good at getting those deals. Yeah, we uh, we we kind of determined over at research and development that the PS5 was no longer necessary. Yeah, it's not viable. Um, I have a quick HR question while we're here. Uh, is it culturally appropriate to dress as a rap singer for Halloween as a costume, whereas uh, people consider that a career? I think that you'll have to go to another department for that only because over research and development, we had to sign a waiver that we would get rid of all of our ethical obligations. Oh, so, oh. so John Laster comes by every other day, huh? Um, I don't really work with John Laster. I usually only work with Dr. John Lennon. Yeah. Should probably not make light of John Laster. That's where this podcast went too far. I'm sorry, everyone. Mm, it's okay. Yeah, I don't understand. Is that uh, is 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 that a former employee of the company? Can you go into detail? Yeah, that's why I can't talk about him anymore because he's not part of Disney anymore. No, he's not part of our company, Franchise Inc. <laughs> we invited John Lasseter to be to make an animated film for the franchise. Yeah, and You're he right. said no, and we said, well, stuff it. I didn't realize that your company also had a had a no um, moral obligation policy. Well, <laughs> I, I think we have a very high moral policy. I'd say, as as a uh, as two cis white men, uh, how is that our responsibility to figure that out? Yeah, that, just like any other company. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we don't know. We're doing effective business here. Uh, Kari, <sighs> what's your other favorite part of this movie besides everything My, we just talked about? Yeah, aside from all the business acumen, I'm going to talk about, and I say this in quotes, Dr. Kelly Clarkson, art of Hocus Pocus. I don't think, uh, let's see. I don't think they're going to like this. No, me neither. I would, uh, I would love to hear your, you know, as consumers, I would love to hear what you have to say, though. I like that the zombie could talk. I thought that was fun. And this is my first time seeing the movie, by the way. I'd never seen it before. Do you know who that zombie is, Connery? No. One Doug Jones. <gasps> that's Doug Jones? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. It's it's an attempt uh, at our at our um at our multiversal uh con continuation of the of the Hellboy franchise. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. perfect. He's wearing the Ape Sapien suit underneath the zombie suit. Gross. Which is even more impressive when real moths come out of his mouth. <laughs> I didn't realize that you saw deleted scenes from this film. I thought those were locked up. Maybe I got confused with Shape of Water. I don't know. But... No, you went to the vault. Just admit it. You guys I have. You guys admit it. It's you a got... high crime. Who? <laughs> you went to the Sorry. Disney vault. Just say it. Sorry. Who gave you permission to the Disney um, vault? This guy named Walt Grindelwald. That's the that's the head of Disney, right? I think that's a that that's that's Warner Brothers, right? Tyler, that's a Warner Brothers spy. You got like slughorned. Oh no! You know he looked like one guy in one one uh, time I talked to him. Another time he looked like someone else. Third time, somebody else again. Uh, it was just Mads Mikkelsen. I'm like, wow, this is the greatest moment in my life. Just seeing you Mads Mikkelsen sitting in a Kojima in a coffee bean at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> you know, I I can't say that I can't not report this. Uh, Who would go you ahead. I, I saw Mads Mikkelsen in person, so it doesn't, doesn't really matter. He won. I can go in peace after a bunch of Urukai fill me with arrows. <laughs> oh, wait, that's a different franchise. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's Lord uh, of the Rings. <laughs> what, what else? What, what the, did the you like about The experiment here movie, is, Tyler? what if I say nothing? Then what happens? Yeah, it's like it. It's very aimless because the Connery wants to explore more so about Dr. Kelly Clarkson than the actual movie. <laughs> uh, how do we all feel about them talking about yabos in this movie? Oh, that was almost my initial for this, but the yabos are powerful. The fact that he's called a virgin a hundred times is fun too. Yeah, that was also very intentional on our part at research and development. Mm-hmm. Is like, how many times can you use the word virgin in a movie? Yeah, because, you know, again, going back to how we have no moral obligations here at Disney Research and Development, we saw lots of statistics and figures that said that if we continually called this kid a virgin, then we could um, shame the the youth into thinking that it was bad to be virgins. And yeah. thus, we would also stimulate overpopulation and the more population that we have the more consumers that can enjoy hocus pocus and it's it's miscellaneous divisions right all right how old are these kids supposed to be because like are we openly shaming like a 14 year old for being a virgin or something like what's the vibe with that every age they're they're every age yes I, I, I meant so much in the movie, the character. is He's just supposed to represent every age, all of us, throughout all time and in human. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, you know, so it's like... No matter what, you, you should get to it fast, like, immediately, or shame on you. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of our whole thing here at Disney, is, like, we have to figure out ways to make everybody feel bad about themselves. <laughs> because if we don't have that, then what are we going to sell? Like, you know, we... We tried this whole, like, you know, love and acceptance thing. Eh, didn't, didn't go anywhere. <laughs> so, you know, we've spent decades researching and developing. I must I must emphasize there has been a lot of research and a lot of development where we have but seen what is the best way to get our products out there. By the love best and motivator is shame. Love and acceptance, you, of course, mean the uh, secret gay kiss in the background of the Rise of Skywalker, right? That's what you mean. Um, you know, we actually did not know that that was going to get through. Um, you oh. know, the Star Wars division, that was headed by a whole other team of people. Um, we had, uh, we had, uh, Dr. We had Dr. Group Love that, that was heading that division. And, uh, he kind of let his guard down and we had some of those, you know, 
uh, quote unquote activists uh, sneak I, in, I heard sneak you, in a kiss. Yeah, not to be confused I heard you with fired... Doctor Questlove, who is the drummer for the band Group Love. No, no, no. Doctor Doctor Questlove is 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 Winnie the Pooh department. Oh, oh he must be having a really hard time with that like horror movie coming out about Winnie the Pooh, huh? Um, I really yeah. do not wish to talk about that. There's a little bit of a raw nerve over at uh, Disney Research and Development about it. But let's just say mm-hmm. that you know we've had an excess of um, money from our weapons contracts from World War II, and I'll just say that you know we're going to take care of it real easy. Which were <laughs> of course negotiated with the Germans at the Tam O'Shanter in Glendale, California. <laughs> I didn't realize you were familiar. Yeah, of course. Um, I had another point to make, but I don't remember what it was. I am realizing uh, in the midst of this episode that I'm currently working on a Hulu show. So, Oh, good. Um, but, you know, we're still going to put the episode out, and it could yeah. detrimentally affect my pr- professional career. But at the same time, uh, I've been working too much, and I'm really tired, so... Yeah, you deserve a, a nice long vacation. <laughs> I didn't realize. Okay, so so are you saying that this is like an internal document for Hulu? Because in that case, I can get a lot more open with it. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on Prey? On Prey? Oh, great video <laughs> yeah. game. 2008 was a great year. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about this. I was listening to a podcast uh, on the way home from work the other day. Uh, I, I keep saying the word work, and I'm not humble bragging that I'm a that I'm a servant of capitalism. We we don't like to say work here at Disney. We like to say a contribution Imagine. to humanity. <laughs> yeah, that's what that communism book talking by uh, Karl Max Goof. Um, <laughs> oh yes, the movie the the video game Prey. Which uh, they like remade too, right? Yeah, but it's dude, good. The the Prey video game from for like Xbox 360. I was just remembering, it's like, hey, that's like a sci-fi concept, like sci-fi genre thing with an indigenous protagonist, and it's also called Prey. I'm like, wow, that's really uh, a coincidence. It's not a coincidence yes. when you think of what it was actually named, Prey, and the second the remake flopped. Why do you think that is? We made it flop. We made it flop for that reason because now people associate flopping with praying, and now nobody has a god to pray to except for Disney Corporation. Oh. Uh, except the. Except. Except for uh, Pastor Mel Gibson and Father Sue, of course. They're the uh, only ones holding out still. Or- or or Evangeline in what's it called that uh, Princess and the Frog movie, the sentient star creature. What? You, you know, I thought it's like my Evangeline, uh, the, the fireflies in love with the star. You remember that? You're talking about the Suicide Squad? That's not Disney. no. I no. I'm talking. Oh my god! I'm talking about Princess and the Frog with the firefly who's in love with a star, and he names it and everything. Oh, like he thinks it's a firefly. Oh, you're talking about the Owl City feature, right? No, I'm talking about Princess and the Frog. <laughs> um. Dr. Kelly Clarkson, what are your thoughts on the new Paramore uh, song? <laughs> We're album? not even talking about Hocus Pocus! <laughs> <laughs> we haven't, it's been 48 minutes and we haven't talked about Hocus Pocus! I don't, I'm actually unsure of what you mean by songs, because all of the songs that I currently know are the content that we write for our, our feature films. So you have like a lot of Limo Miranda songs on yeah. your thing right now, right? Yeah, I mean, usually, I mean... I a lot of a lot of since okay so I'll be a little bit more candid since we are talking within like internal Disney companies like Hulu here uh, confirmed yeah. confirmed by Tyler 
Um, you know, we don't, a lot of the songs have that, you know, the, the messaging inside of it. Like, I don't think anybody doesn't realize that that works for this company anymore. You know, lots of subliminal things in there. You know, when you're talking about fire, you know, I was so excited when you brought up fireflies for whatever movie you're talking about, because I was thinking about the Owl City song and how that really kind of was, we put that in place to kind of like kickstart the 2009 financial crisis. (laughs) That, that, That was the pistol starter for it. Correct. Yes. Cool. Yeah, not to be confused with uh, "Airplanes" by Bob, featuring Haley Williams, which came These out in 2010, two songs. which was after the financial crisis began. Yeah, I mean, these are two songs that I actively liked a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that one kind of like set the set the stage for you know like fascism and stuff. But oh my god, Bob and Haley Williams' song "Airplane" is about fascism. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's re- about a response to 9-11, Connery. Research- <laughs> I was avoiding a 9-11 joke, Tyler. Research and development has a lot of stake in in, in, um, in, in in these kinds of messages, especially ones that relate to 9-11. Wow. I'm really yeah, glad. I'm, you know, I'm so happy. That I didn't realize I was amongst Disney employees um, so that we could actually just talk candidly here. Um, that makes yeah. me really glad. Um, if, they, if they want anything their employees to do, they want them to talk candidly. <laughs> right, yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, like, the sweat's off my forehead now, so thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. To, thank you. Thank you, colleagues. Um, we talked about dressing up as a rap singer for Halloween. Uh, I know you're not yep. in the HR department. Do you have any comments on the uh, racist candy that's in the uh, in the in the witch's house. There's one that says Cherry Clan Candy, and there's a bunch of like cherries Whoa. with rice hats on them. What? Uh, would you like to talk about that a little bit, uh, Kelly Clark? I think I'd rather hear you talk about it and how uh, that how that affects you. I think it's bad, <laughs> and um, I was curious on how the candy tasted, but the uh, the the packaging. Uh, for your notes for research and development, uh, I would say uh, it's it's not good, especially uh, even for the '90s. Uh, mm. There shouldn't be an excuse there, you know. I wouldn't say even, but uh, it was a little surprising, you know. Yeah. To have that there, I was like, oh, like this this movie has such fall fall vibes and everything, and it's it's pure October moods and Halloween moods and Salem and the KKK. <laughs> well, um. <laughs> Yeah, so I was just wondering where they got those candies <laughs> in the first place, because uh, like, did did the uh, props department make it, or was that your idea? Yeah. Um, well, I think what ended up happening was, you know, there's a lot of hubbub, you know, back in the day. Um, I don't like to discuss other properties, but remember that there was a uh, Starbucks Corporation cup inside Game of Thrones that was left on set. Um, <laughs> yes, oh, I thought that was a dumb Starbucks cup. No, uh, it was it was smart Starbucks. Um, it was smart Starbucks. Um, were they, I'm I'm sorry, Doctor Kelly Clarkson. Were you the one who planted that on this on the set of Game of Thrones? Was no, I I have I have no um, no relation to that corporation and their their businesses. Um, I I was thinking more of just like corporate sabotage was more of my. Connor, my no, question. our rule about talking about wet work on the podcast. You're right. I do. <laughs> I do. I do want to do a quick shout out to uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, though, because you know, as as you know, morally as morally ambiguous of a company as we are, they're over there. They're straight up evil. Um, yeah. <laughs> Richard Zadzlov. Right. Um, 
Anywho, um, all I have to say is we had a we had a visit from our, our CEO that day, and I think you know we never intended to have those those candies on set, but I believe he just left a bowl of his behind. Oh, yeah. So uh, sorry, <laughs> David Zaslav. You're saying David Zaslav, the now uh, head of HBO, at that point came by the set of Hocus Pocus and, and <laughs> left his racist candy there. Oh no, I was talking about Walt Disney. Oh, oh right, okay. Right. So Walt did that. Right, yeah. right. And at the time, he probably just thought they were quaint and like kind of cute. But So he's like back. still into all the things that he was always into. Yeah, and that kind of drives like a lot of our philosophies here at Disney. Um, you know, we're, <laughs> we, 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 we're, we have an agenda and we have to stick to it for the greater good of, of society, um, even though good is a completely um, subjective and we are talking about like yeah. our own perspective. You've, ab- you've abandoned all your morals. You can't even talk about good or evil, right? Well, I mean, we've abandoned our morals and philosophy. Yes, like you know, Google once had a you know Google Corporation um, used to have the the philosophy of like you know do no evil, don't be evil, yeah, don't be evil. Yeah. Um, we don't have anything that says that, but you know, we we gotta make we gotta find a way to structure society in which it wants to feed us money right i've 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 heard that your dizzy saying is consume 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 is is that right yeah that's why we have these long-term projects you know like when we made hocus pocus we always knew that 30 years later we would have us as direct to streaming uh follow-up to it with hocus pocus too so this is this is what i mean by you know research and development has a hand in these long-term these long-term commitments especially with you know, these classic characters and all of that. We are trying to find ways to condition society to keep giving us money forever. And it's working. It is It is working brilliantly, yes. If, we, <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't working, we wouldn't have the funds to hire you, for example. Tyler. Hey, Connery, there's a guy dressed up as Elvis at the uh, dance party. Yes, a, a, movie I, a movie I enjoyed very much. You love Elvis. <laughs> you should be Elvis for Halloween now. I can't. It's my favorite movie. It's your favorite movie. It's something I say to people quite often, and they love it when when someone tells them something's their favorite movie. It's like maybe say, "Yeah, I enjoy it." Then Tyler goes on to say, "It's your favorite movie." And And Lily's never annoyed when I tell her that about whatever movie she's talking about. Hey, Dr. Kelly Clarkson, your favorite movie is Hocus Pocus. It it was Elvis. um, Well, I would like to speak about Elvis because you know. Again, this is internal documentation, so I, I don't have to worry about spoiling anything. But you know, yeah. when that when that division was 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 made it over at a, a Bos Lerman Industries, um, they uh, they 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 intended for there to be an Elvis two to come out and make a shared oh. universe between a few other of the biopics. So I hope you look forward to seeing Elvis two. You know, they really do. do we know this is something that still could happen. They really miss their opportunity, though, to make Bob Dylan 2 Electric Boogaloo. Just use the same <laughs> subtitle when he goes electric. Well, they are making The Doors, too. Um, they Windows. Are, they're going to do that. Windows! <laughs> all of these jokes were worth it, right? I mean, all these serious conversations for research and development were worth it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't like jokes very much, but I, I, I think what you are saying is correct. Um, yeah. <laughs> a rotten dog lives here. Gary Marshall's in this movie. <laughs> Connery's not realizing <laughs> who that is. Nope. <laughs> he plays the devil. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And on his fridge, it says a rotten dog lives here. 
<laughs> Rotten dog. And uh, he dances with the witches, and there's also a really horny bus driver in this movie. Yes, yes, the horny bus driver. Yeah. That was something that happened, too. And then and then the, the witches turn around. Bette Midler's like, we are the weirdos, mister. And then they That's... get on the bus. Yeah, that was, that was a good back. moment. Yeah. Uh, how do you f- how does Disney feel about uh, bus drivers' rights, Dr. Kelly Clarkson? Mm. Bad. And their their right to unionize. Bad. They don't <laughs> like that. Bad. <laughs> the only the only unions we believe in over here are the unions between um um man and woman. <laughs> we don't even like we don't even like to say that the only unions that we believe in over here are between consumer and product. Um, that's there it is. That's that's kind of our mo over here. That's even better, actually. Mm-hmm. Correct. But we also do uh, love uh, men and women together as well. Have you ever had a product crush? I'm sorry? Like a product crush? Um, yeah, you ever see uh, Danny Phantom? Yeah, that's where... Okay. I'll leave it at that. Different. It's, it's a different company, and he's a teenager. Well, you know, sometimes you, you don't choose who you love <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you're a kid. Okay. <laughs> oh, you were you were a kid too. Okay, that that makes it a little better, I guess. Even though you've been working in Hollywood for forty years. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that it was like an Austin Powers situation. Okay. <laughs> well, frozen you know, in time. As as Disney employees, you know that when you're hired by this company, you drink the blood of Walt, and that makes you immortal. <laughs> and really oh. good at playing polo. And really, so how did you know that? I may have seen a few uh, polo matches being played. A few people trampled by a horse (laughs) on the field of Burbank. By one ruthless Walt Disney. (laughs) I I didn't say that. That's your boss. Please be respectful. Yeah. Mm. Um, Hmm. Hmm. I would like to bring something up. What? Yeah. I'd like to bring something up of of urgence, of urgency. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... When the when the when the witches and when the witches you know do the spells, have you noticed yes. that the, the the ground turns green? I have not noticed that. No, that's interesting. I, I really does it really turn green? Yeah. The ground hmm. does. Yeah, underneath the floorboards of their their little their little shack. Why does it turn green? I don't know. I was hoping to kind of see like what psychologically that makes y'all think about. Um. Slime. My first instinct is the Grinch, which is not a Disney <laughs> property. So I guess second Peter Pan. So hey, the Grinch has got you beat there. Well, I guess I mean like like how does that make you feel like psychologically? Like does it give you like a reaction to know that you know these witches have spells that make the entire ground turn green? It makes me think it must be wet down there. I think green makes you think of wet sometimes. I think uh. Well, green is my favorite color, so I, I may be biased, but it's also mm. associated with like sickness and yeah, kind of like curses and stuff like that. The Wicked that. Witch of the West, kind of toxic things like that. Bright green too. It's kind of like, hey, stay away from that. That could be mustard gas or something. Sure, sure, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be mustard gas, green mustard gas. Do you have? Do you have? Yeah, they, do you have big you, tragedies in your life that are related to the color green? Connery, can yeah. you can you can you go ahead and start? Oh, sorry, sorry, Connery. Uh, I can start. Yeah, um, a big tragedy relates to the color green for me is every time I go outside and I have to stand on grass. That's traumatic. When is Walt Disney? My, I guess my big question: When is Walt Disney going to pave over the earth? We're working on it. 
Yeah, okay, when is good. he going to make his own personal Coruscant? <laughs> These are long-term development products. Thank you. Uh, my good, personal good. horror story with the color green is uh, when I was like nine years old. They had uh, mustard at the store, but it was like the easy squeeze, and it was the Shrek-themed mustard, so it was oh. green mustard. So that's why I got confused about mustard gas. I'm sorry. I've always associated uh. the color yellow with Shrek ever since then. <laughs> when I watched the movie Sin City, I said, hey, that's Shrek. But it wasn't. It was the yellow bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so those are those are all really good, um, but they're also all co- completely wrong answers. You all failed. Um, oh, it's actually sorry, supposed I meant to all of the fla- above. I'm getting, right? it's, all I'm getting above. flashbacks to Josie. It's actually <laughs> this thing where it's like I failed. Yeah, we have to. We'll, we'll tell Josie later. Um, but they're all. It's all supposed to symbolize say, one thing. Did you thing. say jo- jo- Sorry. 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 I keep interrupting you. Sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead. That's okay. Did you just say Joseph and not no, Josie? I, I, said, I said Josie. I was laughing. That's no, I think Dr. Kelly. Like never mind. I thought that like Dr. Kelly Clarkson said Joseph instead of Josie, and, implying oh, that we, they didn't even know who Josie is. Like I understand. Like Josie is somebody who's very smart and consumer oriented. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I understand. Like the the comparison is 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 heartwarming to say the least. Uh, I would like to say, though, that the, the greens you see in this movie are symbolic of one thing and one thing only. It's money. So when you saw that, if you didn't have the reaction to give us more money, then we're doing something wrong. I need to kind of like write this down for when we release Hocus Pocus 3. And you know why, why, there's, why there's no green in the cemetery? There's no green grass. It's because money never sleeps. <laughs> that is 100% correct. See, I understand. Yeah, always That's a metaphor. You say you didn't know what a metaphor is. You know, you're, you know the symbolism. You, you're like you that. Did it. You're like Chevron with your uh, with your visuals <laughs> of propaganda. I've seen that. Do you, <laughs> Tyler? One. Do you know our hiring manager over at, at Disney, Doctor um, uh, Doctor Megan the Stallion? Because <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in a good word for you. Uh, I heard she makes people again. Tyler getting offered a higher a position (laughs) in a company. You know what they say? I would die for Megan the Stallion. Well, we're talking about Doctor Megan the Stallion here. Oh, right. Yeah, he is a horse doctor. He's a ninety-eight year old man. (laughs) He's He's so kicking. He's working. That's great. Well, to be fair, we're all we're all very very old at Disney. But you're also immortal. And we're also like, immortal, immortal correct. <laughs> yeah. Are you one of the nine ways old wise men? Is that who you are? <laughs> well, I don't wanna I don't wanna, you know, give up any of, you know, our secret society positions, but I'll just I'll just say that uh, you know I might I might know a guy who knows a guy who might know the devil. Ooh. The oh. devil. I know the devil. His name's Gary Marshall and he's in the movie Hocus Pocus. That's correct. I'm not saying Gary Marshall is a devil or the devil, even though (laughs) he made the movie Valentine's Day. But (laughs) um, he's in this movie, and he's fun. Yeah, correct. He's the the old devil guy, Connery. I I know. Yeah, I I got (laughs) you. What else is fun about Hocus Pocus? Well, this isn't fun per se, but why did the movie feel the need to open with a child death? Because they're witches. Oh, you know, the beginning of this movie, I did say, this is my The Witch. <laughs> and you would like to keep that that statement? Yeah. Oh, the, the boys' 90s hair. And I said, move over, Robert Eggers. 
This is real historical authenticity. We actually we actually shot that in the year of thirteen ninety three. Oh. Now, I two questions. Do you have a time machine, or has Walt Disney existed that long as a, as an entity and a corporation? Um, no, and correct. Good, because the first one sounded way too far fetched. Yeah. I, I again, I really do not appreciate the constant comedy and and humor and and goofs. Um, I, I think that's a, that was a genuine question to ask. I, either yeah. either you had a time machine or you're an everlasting entity. Time machines are not real, and I don't under I I don't understand why you would even assume they were. Have you seen the end of Better Call Saul? Um. Well, listen. If we're gonna get into that, and if we're gonna start talking about kim wexler and her and her approach to consumerism within the confines of a toxic relationship we can go into that but i just want to say you know as dr kelly clarkson you know head of disney research and development for the hocus pocus division i don't know Mm -hmm. if i can if i can contribute the time needed to go into that subject that's fair how long have you had this job for because that seems like a pretty specific post over 40 years so are you just kind of like maintaining the Wikipedia page and that's it? No. Or... Uh, listen, listen. I want you to I want you to keep up because the Hocus Pocus <laughs> division is constantly working. We are making this franchise into what it is. We have to keep a little bit of a quiet repertoire for 30 years before people start When when Hocus Pocus came out, did not, did a single person like it? No. Nobody liked it. It wasn't good. <laughs> nobody thought it was nobody thought it was influential, but we knew that we were planting the seeds to make something that would be popular 30 years later. And now that Hocus Pocus 2 is out, we have succeeded. We are selling Hocus Pocus Pop-Tarts. We are selling Hocus Pocus brand um, diapers. We are selling Hocus Pocus to the masses. And now that that has kind of kickstarted this phase of the the Hocus Pocus division for the next 20 to 30 years we will be writing off of that and making a shared universe okay so i know you said you're, you're always working at, at your company but t- can you take us through a day in the life you you wake up it's it's another work day because I, you know, I know you're working 8 to 12 p.m every day of the week yeah if i was taking a half day 8 to 12 p.m <laughs> to 12 i'm sorry a.m no, My bad. we know what you meant. We know. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Disney doesn't really exist on the same plane of existence that a lot of other uh, corporations work at. Um, we're kind yeah. of like on like the right. lower level. Um, you could so be on I, call at any moment. You're saying. Yeah, like when I go to Burbank, like usually I hop in the elevator and I'm there for like a couple hours because I have to descend a few hundred levels. Oh, so you live in the building? Uh, well, it depends and on what you mean by live. Um, <laughs> exist, ex- you know, exist. Um, that I, is a life. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> go into what is my morbid perception of this world, um, or my, my mortal ability to perceive. So I don't want to go into af- that. Af- after you commute to work on the Tomorrowland um, rocket ship ride, <laughs> what happens then? Uh, well, first of all, that does not exist anymore, and that is part of the Tomorrowland reinvention uh, division which we'll, mm. we'll get into in another episode if you'd like. Um, but usually I go to work and I kind of contribute 
you know, what is like the latest in our division, how Hocus Pocus has affected pop culture in, in, mm-hmm. in this way. And then I kind of start to say some satanic prayers. Oh, so it's like, uh, would you say like half the day is just like looking on Twitter, waiting for October when people are like, oh, October vibes, like can't wait and post a picture of the three witches. Usually it's only the three witches. Yeah, we're very, and we're very then- manipulative. Yeah, and then the next like eight hours is a satanic prayers. Correct, uh, something something like that. Um, you know, it is again very hard to kind of put that into ways that the human ear can understand. Mm-hmm. But essentially, a lot of my work is you know uh, exorcisms, you know, sa- satanic rituals, um, making sure that you know we're getting money from account to account, you know, that kind of thing. I I like that you're exercising people. That's good. Well, there's. I mean, how else are we gonna? Like, how else are we gonna get the talent needed to manipulate the culture? You see, I thought you'd be actively possessing people. Like it's like a reverse exorcisms almost. That's not. Like you're you're putting like Goofy's soul into like Adam Sandler's body one day or something. Well, that's not my department, but you know that's uh, that is that is something that we do there. Yeah. So okay. Cool. Are we allowed to pitch ideas to you for sequels? Um, no. Is this the right department? Oh. No. You're very much not allowed to. <laughs> Your research and development. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that, you know, we have we have a lot of talent already. And I'm more just, you know, I, I'm i just very happy. Like Lin-Manuel Miranda, of course. Yeah, like, well. <laughs> I, is, he, is he doing the music for Hocus Pocus too? <laughs> well, I don't want to get too into it, but Lin-Manuel has a little bit of a nepotism problem. You know, uh, one of our board members, uh, uh, Satan. His dad? Satan. Like all people. Yeah, Satan. Satan's a big fan of Lin Manuel's music, despite a lot of ours' uh, personal tastes. So they're not related. Because like... he likes this music, it means he's related. Well, I don't think that's how. It works. I don't know. Read between the lines there. I don't know. <laughs> Satan just like been Napoleon to like the third ten showings is on Broadway. <laughs> Go Tyler. I don't know. Um, but no, Connery, you're wrong. Uh, it's actually Johnny Greenwood's doing the music for Hocus Pocus 2. Okay, good. Cool. Yeah. That's fine. Is is that a shock to you, Dr. Kelly Clarkson? Nothing's a shock to me anymore. Okay, Would it be good. a shock if you heard a Kelly Clarkson song in Hocus Pocus 2? Listen, I do not want to bring her up again. I warned both of you that I do not want to talk about whatever the... I whatever said you know who. Whatever the... Fuck, sorry, sorry, I don't mean to swear. Duck. I don't mean to swear. What? Whatever the Donald Duck. Don't don't use his name in vain. I just don't <laughs> want to bring up anything about that woman ever again. It's about me. I am Dr. Kelly Clarkson. I have been working for Disney Research and Development for 40 years. And 40 there years. is not a single other person who can compare to the, the success or the history that I have had. And the power, frankly. Frankly, correct. Mm-hmm. Well, I just okay. want to, you know, you know, I I do understand that, you know, everybody here is on a schedule and everybody, um, you know, that is attending this, this uh, Tim talk is here, you know, on, on, on their own, their own time. So I would just like to, I would just like to kind of, you know, open the floor for questions. Um, if anybody will have any questions about the making of this film or any of the choices, um, I would just like, I would love to talk about my, my life's work. Was it hard shaving ice into that young man's head? It was. It was. Um, we never really thought we would get to that point, but uh, that wasn't in the script. 
But what ended up happening was Crafty had a little bit of excess, and we just had to get rid of it somehow. Okay. Um, I have a couple questions. First of all, upon the release of Hocus Pocus 2, I want to compliment you on not releasing it in June, as the first Hocus Pocus film was. Very good work on that. Uh, with the thought of kids being out of school, even though it's all like a very Halloween movie. And not releasing it on the day of Free Willy's release, or Free Willy The Great Reboot's release. <laughs> um, however, I do want to ask you... Uh, I have this information here. In October 2020, amid the COVID-19 pandemic, Hocus Pocus was re-released in 2,570 theaters. It came second place behind Tenet. What was the strategy Why? behind this here, releasing it to theaters in the middle of the pandemic? Well, to be honest with you, um, there wasn't really um, a strategy behind that. We just really wanted to fuck with Tenet's release. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. <laughs> We at we at Disney thought the the best way to fuck with that was to to release uh, uh, Hocus Pocus again. <laughs> it would be a good goof. Yeah, and now you kind of see that that whole release was so botched. It was on HBO Max like immediately, like that destroyed that destroyed the movie. Um, and I like take full responsibility for that. That's good. It wasn't the fact that it was just an incoherent mess of a movie. Um, I think it was because when they were finishing the movie, they knew that Hocus Pocus was going to come out the same day. And that, so I think that kind of just like, you know, morally checked everybody out while, while they were finishing it up. And that's why Robert Pattinson did that witch cackle in the end. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, uh, I also, also I also, you know, if there's one good thing to say about it, like I don't want to totally, you know, disrespect the movie. But, you know, the movie being called Tenet, what does that make you think of? Tenet's rights. And so the fact that that movie flopped, I mean, that Tenet's rights in the United States is going kind of on mm -hmm. the wayside. So I just like to say it, props to that. It means you're winning. It's true, yes. If they're losing, it means we're winning. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, another win for the big guy, right? Who wants to root for the underdog? It's true. Um, I'm actually allergic to dogs, so. Yeah. You want to be top cat. I'm actually allergic to cats, too, and Top Cat also is a Warner Brothers property. The Big Fish. I'm pretty sure that is also not a Disney property. I don't agree with how Top Cat dresses himself. Y'all ever see Grape Ape? Yeah. Yeah. Is that Disney? I don't think that's Disney. We've been, a try we've been trying to acquire that IP for years. I can tell it's your white whale. It's, when it's is, true. When is... Clifford the Big Red Dog versus Great Babe coming out. Well, well probably no, like near towards the end of society is kind of like the grand scheme. <laughs> oh, okay. So March 2023. Right, exactly. <laughs> next, next year. I was about to ask for a hard release date because apparently you know when the end of society is. We'll add some DLC maybe like and, and add uh, uh, tie the Tasmanian Devil to that. Mm, good. I was gonna make a joke about how um, the party at the at the rich girl's house. Mm -hmm. um, Great Kesha song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Ke dollar sign, huh? I was gonna make a joke about how all the parents are there for like a key party, eyes wide shut type party, because they're all like yes. wearing uh, Renaissance clothes or whatever that's called. 
everyone's wearing all white. I didn't understand the theme, to be honest. And then at the end, the dad's like, I thought L.A. was a party town. Because everyone's... Uh, sw- I was going to make a joke about that, but I know we shouldn't be making jokes um, so on this I, webinar. So. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I... Um, Oh, so you know when they go into the house and like she's just like, oh, it's just a bunch of my parents' friends, and I was just like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if it was like actually an eyes wide shut like orgy party? Isn't that funny? It's like turning the uh, idea of a a friendly Disney movie on its head. Isn't that funny? Well, yes. first of all, first of all, I don't understand humor, so it's not funny to me. But second of all, second of all, I think that is a great shared universe idea, mm-hmm. and maybe it's one we've already thought of. What about the missed pun of dad gets to call himself Dadula, but there's no mom Donna? Shit. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Maybe for two. Well, mom's got a date with a vampire, so remember? Yeah. I Um, I didn't know that you knew my mother. (laughs) (laughs) She dates a vampire? (laughs) Or does she have one tonight with the vampire? No, it's that sh- that's not what that show is called. It's called How I Met Your Father. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh with Hillary Duff. Met- yeah, How I Met Your Mother. I don't know what you're talking about. How I Met My Doctor. <laughs> Dr. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> that's me. Yes, correct. Uh, do you know do Dr. You- Phil? Oh, Dr. Phil is on, is on our board of executives of, of Evil Misdoings. Yes. Perfect. What about Dr. Fraser Crane? Sorry, I thought that was Mr. Phil and Dr. Pibb was uh, co-hosting the show with him. <laughs> Dr. Pibb is actually one of my great acquaintances. Oh, good. That's the first time you called someone an acquaintance and not a colleague. I have one acquaintance, and it's Dr. Pibb. <laughs> it's not uh, Dr. John Lennon or uh, who is the other one you talk that you work with? No, don't, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Dr. John Lennon and Dr. John Legend. Dr. John Legend, right? I don't know a Dr. John Legend. I think that's ridiculous. Mm. That's an artist. Do you practice medically, or is this a doctor in business? Doctor in business. Unprofessional, yes. Okay, good. I Could feel you like operate? you're avoiding the answer with that answer. Yeah. <laughs> do you med- do you have like a medical practice, or is this a doctor in business? I have like a box of band aids and some alcohol, if that's what you're referring to. <laughs> What? I don't know how this I don't know how this relates to hocus pocus and I I feel like this is, you know, um unprofessional courtesy of, of my time as a hocus pocus professional. Um are there any parts that you personally like about this movie Dr. Kelly Clarkson? Yeah, I do. Yeah, outside of like business. Yeah, I like, like I like when the kids die. <laughs> That's your favorite part when the little but kid why dies. would you Absolutely. like that? They would grow up to be consumers themselves and give you more money. So why would you like that? No, see, you have to understand that, that the kids in the film, they're not real. <laughs> so you can live <laughs> out your right. fantasy and still make them pay for it, too. Well, now I get it. It scares other kids from dying. So now they're discouraged <laughs> to do that. It discouraged them from dying. <laughs> I like the times when you get to have your fantasy and they pay for it, too. <laughs> It's all psychology. That's why they pay me the big Disney dollars. Yeah. Are you paid in Disney dollars? I mean, that's the currency of the underworld, yes. <laughs> you, like, are barely a part of the society. I don't know if it is it Disney dollars or is it Mr. Toad Bucks. I heard it changed recently. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a whole other, other section of hell, but the one that I operate in is Disney dollars. 
Again, I am so glad that we are all Disney employees here so we can just be candid about all of this. Thank goodness. Um, Why is this movie like... Never mind. I'm just projecting. No, on please it. go on, Tyler. No, because... it's just uh, a little more frank with sexuality than I expected for a Disney movie with the, the horny bus driver. Yeah. Um, they say the word yabos and virgin several times. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't. It's know. pretty openly horny. Yeah. It's kind of unexpected. How come? How come? Uh, it's okay for two uh teen boys to talk about secretly watching women undress on disney plus but it's not okay for uh a woman to have a butt in a movie such as splash on disney plus yeah elaborate um you know it's kind of like it's it's a it's a pick and choose right like we have to make sure that we uphold that we want um our moral compass to be in a way that that promotes consumerism is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, I only have HBO Max. I don't know. I don't have... I don't know. Um, but, you know, when we talk about, you know, the derriere of somebody in such as Splash, that might be a little bit too um, too for its time. So that's why we took mm-hmm. that the, the, the quote-unquote butt scene out of that uh, 20 years after the fact because we can put it back in 20 years later and the kids will go crazy. Uh, it's supply and demand. Exactly. You're all about like the Simple. big picture. Yeah, yeah. When do you think that'll happen? I mean, we have a whole release schedule, but that's something that I probably shouldn't get out yet. But again, <laughs> so like... again, a lot of this is planned for the fall of society. You know, like when we talk about how the Avatar franchise is going to be something that is kind of monumental to the destruction of our Earth. Um, yes. That's it's it's all it's all working in together, right? Like. The the grand thing that the Avatar movies are slowly going to become anti Navi, like they'll end up being the true <laughs> villains. Yeah, because nobody's everybody sees their heroes, the blue people, the blue man group, or whatever the fuck. They're going to be the ones that are saving their planet, and they're not going to be worrying about ours anymore. And then ours is slowly gets taken over by who else but Disney. I thought this was obvious. I thought this was something that yeah. they told you no, during onboarding. You're right. Yeah, the, the obelisks. You say it. The obelisks that we've been unearthing, you know, they all they all have the Walt Disney Corp uh, insignia on them, and the yeah. Reapers are Those, coming like, soon to take over the planet. Yeah, and, and and the hieroglyphics. Yeah, and then the shared universe will will come into effect, and then you'll realize that 2001 and Space Odyssey was actually you know connected to the Hocus Pocus division, to the Avatar division, all uh, that. And these aren't going to like bleed into real life. Like our society itself will be over. I won't start seeing like the kid from Treasure Planet walking around. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but you know, the fall of society and the the blurring of worlds may be coming sooner than you expected. Oh shit! I'm glad of all the characters from Hocus Pocus or Hocus Pocus from uh, Treasure Disney? Planet, Connery. You said the kid because every other character scares me in that in that movie. <laughs> well, they they all are universally upsetting. Could there be a crossover between Kid from Treasure Planet and Miles from Atlantis, the Lost City? That's just like two nerds hanging out. You mean the fox with two tails? Yes. No. <laughs> That's what I mean. The fox with two tails? From Is Sonic. Like a, pet? That's a thing you've claimed to never seen. Oh. Dr. Kelly Clarkson, maybe you know more about Sonic than you're letting on. Well... I, I I was a little reluctant to to bring this up before, but 
I do have to I do have to admit that the Sonic franchise is being bought by Walt Disney Corporation. Wow! Everyone's exciting. buying Sega. First, you got Nerf. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Exciting. They're gonna do great, exciting things with it. Just Absolutely. Like the, the Blade movie that's coming out. They're making it more kid friendly. Absolutely. More I'm kid so friendly. No chili dogs. No chili dogs. Well, uh, Knuckles. Well, well, They're going to take the chili away. We, They're going to make it a veggie dog. We were looking for ways to boost profits in, in markets that we weren't a part of yet. And we saw that we hadn't cornered the chili market yet. So that's a little bit mm. of the reason, you know. Is that why there's going to be a, a big, <laughs> in the Hunchback of Notre Dame live action remake, he's just going to be eating out of a big can of Hormel chili? <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no well in the remake. He's he's seeing he's seeing out there, but he's just having a full like sweat breakdown from eating five alarm chili. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. This is just I mean, this is the plan. That's the plot. <laughs> Hellfire is <laughs> Hellfire is actually just about chili. Where does the hunchback go to the bathroom? He poops off the edge. <laughs> you haven't seen the That's well in was... the middle of the the square. <laughs> is that why Frollo's so mad? That's why Frollo is so angry at him. He's like, stop shitting in the well. That's our water, you idiot. It's really nice to hear. It's really nice to hear people enjoying our, our products. Yeah, I, I love wait. your art. I, honestly, of all of them, I can't wait for the live action remake of Hunchback because they're just going to like f- try to find a way to make it work and it won't. I guarantee they're going to make him like beautiful or something. <laughs> the plan is just to use oh. straight CGI for just the Hunchback and nobody else. Oh, so he won't even be real. Dehumanizing him in the process by making him <laughs> a CG creation, completely missing the point of the film. Now I get. Yeah, yeah, we're to. we're planning on releasing that when we're we're undergoing our operation of uh, kill body positivity here at Disney. Oh, and I feel like I've been dunking him a lot lately, but Lin Manuel Miranda is doing the voice of Quasimodo. Am I right? Actually, Lin Manuel is going to be doing all the voices for that film. Oh, thank God! Is either that or I would want actually want him to be a clopan? That'd be fun too. Yeah, Satan. Satan said that it had to happen. So <laughs> it's nice to know me and Satan have a similar vibe <laughs> or taste. Yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is Frollo. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'd make make him the stupid knight that falls in love with Esmeralda. We're also oh we're also God. planning on having Jared Leto be a character in there too. Oh, good, just good. It's a very small cast. Is he the goat? Well, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much yet, but we have to. We are contractually obligated to add Jared Leto at the absolute worst times to every movie. So um, we're still kind of figuring that out right now. But he will yeah, be around for right. a long time, and he is a big. He's a big part of the the Disney um, development process. Um, you know. There's a lot of talk about the Marvel franchise. I know that, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard of it. There's a, it's just about superheroes. Yeah, yeah kind of. When's Morbius coming? When are you going to do that? Come on. Well, yeah, right. To? Listen, I don't want to. I'm so sick of hearing about that film. That is not Disney. We have nothing to do with that. But it could be. If you guys really wanted it, don't you want it? We, we don't because we have better plans for Mr. Leto. 
and I'm what? proud. How I'm... could there be better plans? I'm sorry. <laughs> Once again, that is the plan. Well, you know, we have recently acquired the X-Men franchise, and I'm very proud to say that Jared Leto will be playing every X-Men. And all of them? Every single one. Wow. I was thinking just Professor X, because that would be like the perfect <laughs> amount of horrible. <laughs> No, Jared Leto, Jared Leto is going to be Storm. Jared Leto is going to be Wolverine. Um, uh, what's another? Ice? What's an, what's another X Men? Uh, uh, Toad Mega Man. Um, oh, Me- Mega Man's an X Men now. <laughs> there's a lot of them. Juggernaut. There's a lot of X Men that Jared Leto. Will there's be. so many. Well, do we have anything else to say about Hocus Pocus while we have Dr. Kelly Clarkson on the line here? I don't know. I feel like we rarely talked about Hocus Pocus at all throughout this hour and a half episode of the Friendship. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, as an internal document that you're going to be sharing with your employees, they already know about Hocus Pocus. We were talking about, you know, the strategies and synergies behind the franchise, the development of it, the research of it. And I really hope that everybody can walk away here kind of like taking a little bit of knowledge about, you know, how we developed this franchise into becoming something that will be life-altering, you know, um, society-altering. I I can say that my mind's changed about Disney. I I thought you always loved Disney. Well, it's it's changed. A lot of perspectives have changed. Yeah, yeah, like what? Like what? Well, now that the fact that I know eight hours of Disney's day is spent, like, satanic chanting and... I don't know that like you don't call your things art, you call them products. And I, I are, are, is everyone like you there? Do they, are, do, is, are there's no office jokes or everyone's very pretty deadpan at a Disney? Well, I, I would assume that, you know, time is money. And like, that is literally true. Yeah. Time is money. Like that's something that we exchange for money. So time is the most valuable currency. They say it's true. Behind Mr. Toad how Fox. do you, how do you spend your time? Kelly, Dr. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Doctor. Thank you. Um, yeah, I spend my time usually working when I'm not at work. I'm usually thinking about work and that is how I establish, uh, you know, my, uh, my, my position in this company. You know, you, you have to, I'm sure, you know, something that Disney invented was something called hustle culture, which I'm sure you've maybe heard of. And yes. I like to think of myself as a, as a hustler. What do you think would happen? Or I guess this is a better question. What happens when you turn off the lights and you go to sleep? Do you ha- can you sleep in silence or do you need something else going on or or hell do you sleep at all? When I signed my contract, I decided I I I, I gave away my option of sleeping. Oh, okay. Um, have you seen the movie Brazil and or will Disney purchase the rights to it if they don't already? Oh, I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic place. You should check it out sometime. Mm-hmm. I usually only go to Burbank, but <laughs> it's just like. Burbank, Disney office, Burbank, Disney office, What's Burbank, Disney office. What's your go-to uh, lunch break meal in Burbank? Is it Poquito Moss? Is it uh, oh, yeah. Chick-fil-A? Um, yeah, I mean, Chick-fil-A is a huge, is a huge supplier of food for Disney. Um, mm-hmm. We also, uh, we also, when, um, when the, when the, the, what's it called? The, the, the Dunkables. Pandemic? The Dunkables came back. Dunkaroos. Oh. Oh, that's a big Dunk- that's a big supplier of of my lunch. Um, I also <laughs> so you're just like- I also really like bologna sandwiches. Okay. Um, 
I think that's kind of like that demoralizes me. Like there's like inhibitors in those foods that kind of take away from my process to, you know, feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When was the last time you felt? I don't, I don't know. I really, I, I really have never asked myself that. I don't, I don't really know how long I've been here. I don't know who I've loved. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever loved. But that's okay because my paychecks are really fat, and I do it really. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Except for that, all the taxes they take out. Am I right? Oh, oh I work at Disney. I avoid all that. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, you still have to pay for Disneyland tickets, even though you're a high-ranking employee. No, we have our own version of Disneyland at the office. It's called Hell. <laughs> It's, I guess, the, you probably have an open door there. It's just the devil apparently stops by a whole bunch. Yeah, there's no janitors, and the toilets have just been backing up for a long time. Gary Marshall keeps coming by. I was like, hey, how's it going? James yeah, Marsden, hi. too. Yeah, James, James Marsden. Him and Gary Marshall are on a road trip to uh, San Francisco. And they have to collect it's... a bunch of gold rings and defeat Jim Carrey. How's Tim Allen been? I, I I think he's been over there shooting the Santa Claus series, right? We've actually kept him locked up in the offices. <laughs> is he's it like so a barred off cubicle. Is it so he'll stop dealing coke at the Burbank airport? Well, and then pinning it on other people. Well, yeah, it was mostly though that we saw that he was tweeting all of these really terrible things, and we thought he deserved a promotion. <laughs> oh, so promotion is imprisonment. Correct. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Was he held in the same cell that uh, James Gunn was temporarily until he got rehired for Guardians of the Galaxy 3? No, James Gunn isn't actually a real person. <laughs> that makes sense. He's just an invention of uh, of trauma. Yeah, you ever hear of AI? <laughs> I've heard of AI art. He's just an AI art, AI art machine. He's the Toxic NFT. Avenger AI. <laughs> if you ever seen those movies, they kind of look like AI art, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when you say those movies, you mean like live action Pinocchio, right? Exactly. Mm. <sighs> well, I hope, that, I I hope that's just... making sense to everybody. I'm trying to kind of like use words that you know humans would understand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> humans. Um, Do you consider yourself? I one think you still? mean consumers. Um, right. yeah, no, I, I, I work for Disney, um, so I do not. But yes, consumers, consumers have to kind of hear what they what is is best for them want to hear um and by best for them i mean what's best for us right hey you know when max dresses up as a rap singer for halloween right i said rap singer more like in an event in a oh i said hey a rap singer more like an avenger under in disguise at an apple store am i right Uh, am i I, right it's like synergy disney synergy avengers Avengers of ultron age of ultron i think i think you should stick with the hulu department was that Winter Soldier, I think, actually? When they're just wearing the baseball cap and the sunglasses? Yeah, that's Winter Apple Soldier. Store. Yeah, that's Winter Soldier. Yeah. Well, this concludes our episode on Hocus Pocus. Um, I'm glad we could really go into the, the in-depth um, uh, recesses of, of Hocus Pocus. Me too. I you think know, Connery and I should be Jay and Ice, um, the two kids, and Connery should be Ice. Oh, I didn't know we were talking about clerks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, that too. Both of those make sense. Put that money in my hand. $20. Please. Um, It's Disney dollars. (laughs) Right. Poorly aged Silence of the Lambs uh, parody. Fava beans. Uh, 
Well, Dr. Kelly Clarkson, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, completely unannounced. Uh, Give Josie our love. Uninvoked. <laughs> uninvoked. Uh, maybe Connery put down some sort of uh, pentagram on the ground, but I did not. Uh, I painted Mickey Mouse on my walls, and this happened. I did like the dun 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 thing, the Disney Channel thing. Oh, I thought you, said, I thought you were singing like the Isengard music. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> oh, dun, like our dun, like our dun, former dun, CEO, dun. Mike and Ise- Michael Isengard. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Isengard. He tried to he tried to build uh, Disney Europe in uh, Rohan, and they said, "Hey, this this no, we don't want this." He's a he was a, he was he was incredible. God bless God He's bless incredible. him. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, thank you, Dr. Kelly Clarkson. You were a real hoot and giving us all the inside information. And I feel like we talked maybe more about Hocus Pocus than any of us thought we would. Yeah, absolutely. Than ever has, I think. Yeah, I mean, I again, like, I'm so glad that this is going to help your employees continue to grow um, within the Hulu department. And, you know, mm-hmm. let me know if I can ever be of assistance um, again. Um, and this is, the, this is the part where you have uh, shouts out of, uh, like, you know, where to, where to find and like, keep up with me. Is that, is, that the, is that the part where I do that? Yeah, yeah. Th- this is plugs. Yeah, yeah so. Personal, personal philosophy you want to uh, profess or anything, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Any confession? You'll, you know, I, I saved that for, for my priest. But I would like to, I would like to, you know, give a shouts out if you want to learn more. Uh, Disney.com. Um, gives it gives lots of info there i'd also like to say the church of the satanic temple.org is another great place that you could mm. find some contributions to the philosophy um it has an office in salem by the way the setting of hocus pocus right and yeah and another you know division of something completely satanic and evil canva um check out canva um and uh also, if you'd like to send me an email, send send it over to Kelly Clarkson at yahoo.com. Great. Not doctor. I wasn't able to fit that many characters. Ah, don't you hate when that happens? Connie, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you'll also enjoy tabletop role-playing games. Probably enjoy Starship and Paula. It's an actual play role-play game podcast where me and four other friends play the Starfinder game. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Um, go to Disney.com. Go to Disneyland.Disney.Go.com. Because yes, Ooh. Disney also owns the uh, URL or whatever for go.com, which was no. during the tech the dot uh, com boom. They purchased that and it's for nothing, basically. They go. just spent a bunch of money to buy that. But now Sounds they use it right. for all their web browsers. Uh, a <laughs> little fun fact. Follow me at Tiami Vice on Instagram and Twitter, where I've recently changed my name back to the Big Spooper because it's Halloween time. The month of big scaries and Jared Leto hatbox ghosts. Oh, holy. <laughs> oh, holy night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you, Nick Perverka, for our music and Grayson Hansen for our artwork. Thank you for the great Kenny Ortega for making this film. Um, yes. Thank you, Deli- Dr. Kelly Clarkson, for just being, uh, you know, always being here for us when we need you. Just yeah, the like, once, but yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Just the once. <laughs> you basically want us to lose your email, right? Good. Stay tuned for our episode next week on Hocus Pocus 2. And until next time, I'm sorry, Emily, but I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. <laughs> say so it. Mean. That's, a, that's as the kids <laughs> say. As the kids say, that line is a slave. 
Soleil, yes. The ending of this movie is both like Casper the movie and Jack Frost the movie. Okay, bye everyone. <laughs> okay, Farewell. Bye. <laughs>